Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Root of All Ashley. If you're here to listen to a funny intro, well, sorry to disappoint you, um, just as you have disappointed your parents, because I have no funny intros today, because this is last second, and my two brain cells are in overtime, and they just don't want to think. Uh, with me today is my co-host, Adriana. Good evening, everyone. Good evening to you, my friends. And yes, you are my friends. Welcome to the root of all, Ashley. Ashley, how are you? Oh my God, it's 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 a day, it's a month, it's a year. It is it's life. Uh, the world is going to shit more and more every day, and I'm really just trying to live my best life. And it's just and life just don't want to let me live it. You know, I feel the same way for whatever reason. The month of July is going to be a pretty bad one. You know, you have that feeling, you know, like something bad's going to happen, you know, or it could just be the Taco Bell I ate earlier. But no, no, I try to be, I try to remain optimistic. July is a, July is a, uh, a trying month, but I know I can power through it and life isn't too bad, you know. So I feel you can make it through with the power of silly memes we send back and forth. I know you can make it through it. I don't feel like July is going to be a bad month, which I hope I don't just jinx myself, so I knock on wood. But last month was kind of brutal. It was very slow, and it like it was just not a fun month for my job. And this month, it looks like things are kind of off to a good start. I'm just tired. It's just being mentally drained between stuff going on at work to uh, social life and, you know, the typical, like, adulting stuff where I just want to lay in bed and sleep all day. That's that's the true dream here. I would love to sleep all day. Just something inside me won't allow me because I had that parent gene. And after having my son, my body wakes up every morning at 6 30, 7 o'clock a.m. and I can't go back to sleep. So I have to, you know, get up, get up and crawl in the shower and start my day. Begrudgingly, of course, at 7, 8 in the freaking morning. But uh, the life of a parent never stops, even if, to, you know, even if you grow up. Go figure quick question for you yes i'm black oh well damn could fool me um so is there like a musician artist band whatever that is super hyped that is so popular that just almost everyone that you know just loves their music but you just don't care for them and you don't really have a reason as to why you know that they're talented you know that they have good voices their songs are good but you just don't vibe with them so much that someone says, hey, I have free concert tickets to go see them. You want to come and you just be like, no pass. Absolutely. I know a few bands comes to mind, but let me guess, someone tried roping you into uh, going to a concert? No, honestly, um, it was just from a conversation yesterday I had with a friend and it just popped in my head again today. Well, this is going to sound kind of millennial-ish, but yes. Um, Blink-182. I used to like them before they became really popular and, you know, on the radio and stuff like that. And everybody like latched onto them because they're talented, good band, humorous, you name it, they are. But they were played all day, every day, every single second of the day on TV. And just, it just kind of killed the vibe for me a little bit because I liked them, you know, before they converted a little bit and made themselves more commercial, more marketable. Um, not that whole cheesy sellout crap, but 
Yeah. Um, after they were played just ad nauseum, I was offered to go to see them in concert. And I just gracefully declined because it's not that I hated their music. It's just that they were just overhyped and overplayed. Well, for me, it's too... So, I guess it kind of goes between three artists off the top of my head. Um, it started with a conversation yesterday. So, Bo Burnham, a comedian, and he came up with a pretty trending uh, album, I want to say, last year, or a playlist, however you want to call it. And it just blew up on TikTok and social media. And some of them are bops. Like, they, you know, it's they're stupid, they're funny. They have, like, my t type of sense of humor to them on, on top of it all. But I just couldn't vibe with it. As in, if I had a choice to pick something on my playlist, I would never pick Bo Burnham or the song. And it got to the point that I was actually, because I, I watched TikTok, I was just scrolling past. If someone was playing Bo Burnham as their background music or something, I kept scrolling. And my friend was asking me that yesterday. I, said, I really don't have a legit reason. He's talented. He has a good voice. The songs are definitely hits. I just don't, I don't click with it. And there's two other artists that are very well popular. Same thing. Uh, Taylor Swift being one of them. She's, she clearly is more towards the girly girl, teen bop, teeny bopper type of people um, that have that kind of style and taste in music, I would say. I liked her when she was doing country, and but she has really good songs to this day. There's a couple songs that I can listen to, but I just don't care for Taylor Swift. Uh, if I see a news article about her, I keep scrolling, uh, new songs, I'm not thinking, ooh, let me listen to this. I just, I don't vibe with her either, and there's something that she's done, how she looks, how she sings, whatever, just same. And then one where it blows so many people's minds is Beyonce and I just it doesn't click with me and she's beautiful she has a wonderful voice and she's got nothing but hits and again I listen to a lot of her songs I do I mean nothing that's like in my favorites list or anything but I can listen to her and I loved her Destiny's Child but I, I'm not like a, a bee member of the beehive if that's like what they call it and if someone said, hey, I have free tickets to go see Beyonce, honestly, if I have another plan, I might choose the other plan, but if I really have nothing to do, sure, I might go see Beyonce for free, but I don't know. I just don't, I don't click, I don't click with the, with the hype for them. Now, do you think it's just the actual band itself, or do you think it's the hype surrounding it? Say, for example, you mentioned Taylor Swift. Now, if it was a small, intimate setting, like in a small pub, would you go versus... A big stadium. So I can do big stadiums. I, mean, I, I understand the hype, but can't play into it because I'm one of those people when something gets too mainstream, I can't enjoy it. And then I hate it when people go, oh, you're such a hipster. It's, it's not that. It's where all you are is hearing, listening, and seeing it constantly. It just makes me not want to watch it because I see it surrounding my everyday life that I can't find any joy in it, and then with the internet, it spoils everything. So, like, I mean, I can go to stadiums. I I love concerts. I there's other people and music musicians and bands I would love to see that have sold out theaters. But I I think it could be like how mainstream they are. But I don't even want to say that. Um, I mean, when Taylor Swift started going into uh, pop out of country. 
I mean, she wasn't, you know, through the roof popular yet, but still, I didn't click with her. It's just, it's just a musician that you're like, hey, I know that you have good songs, but I just, I, I, you're just not a favorite, and I don't have a reason why if you're just not there, and it's nothing on them that they're not talented or anything, it's just, I don't know, I just don't click with it. Whereas, um, if you go back opposite, that there's someone that you just don't want, like it's an artist or a band, you don't understand why is it that you're such a big fan of theirs, why, and like for me, Post Malone, I am not a huge rap person, uh, there's, I mean, I listen to rap, it, it's, it's, it can be on my playlist, but I'm not like a fan of any one rapper that I listen to uh, religiously, like I need to listen to all their albums, I need to, I want to buy their merch, and Post Malone, and his style, the way he, he dresses, his hair, all the tattoos on his face, that's like something normal, I'm like, ugh, no, but for me, it's like, oh my god, I love him, I'm in love with him, I, I want all the merch, I listen to every single song, and I'm so determined that I don't want to go to another concert until my next concert is seeing Post Malone. Do I have a real reason to this besides I enjoy his music? No, it's just I'm a super huge fan and I don't know how because normally I wouldn't be a fan of something like this. Now, speaking of concerts, I mean, what was the last concert you went to? Oh, man. Um, I want to say it's been quite a few years. Um, it was a concert over at the Strawberry Festival. It was a... It was a country singer, music artist, I think Trisha Yearwood, something like that. It's my friend Shauna, she's a big fan of her, and she asked me to go with her, so I went, you know. Um, but it's a country singer I'm aware of, but not, not really, I don't really know them at the same time. Um, before that, I went to see Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, and here I am listing country music and I'm not a huge country music fan. I, there's very, I like the 90s country music, but today's country music I don't care for. Um, but I listen to everything, every genre I listen to it, to it all, it just depends on the song. And then I saw Maroon uh, 5. I've been to quite a, a lot of concerts, but the last concert I went to was probably around maybe like four or five years ago. It's been, it's been some time. Hmm. The last concert I went to, and I think I might have mentioned it before. Oh my god, this is years ago. I went to see Flock of Seagulls. If that band even resonates with you. It does not. Flock of Seagulls is a 70s band. I got invited to. I had no idea who they were. I thought it was an old Beavis and Butthead joke, but they were an actual band. This young lady I was pursuing invited me to a concert with her in Daytona Beach along with my best friend, and we went to see Flock of Seagulls. Get a chance to look it up and you will loathe their existence. But yeah, I went to a concert for a girl. Back, I'm back in the uh, 90s, I want to say. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. That was my last concert I went to. Before that, I went to see Marilyn Manson. How was the Marilyn Manson show, though? It was amazing. It was violent. It was gross. And uh, I had to take about two showers when I was done. It was, it was great. It was, it was definitely an experience. The music was amazing. The entertainment part, you know, left something to be desired. But I, but, I, but I was a huge fan of his music anyhow, so. So going back to what we were talking about where it's like, hey, what's a, a musician or a band that you just can't vibe with? 
uh, and you have no real reason. So I talked about Post Malone. Who's your band or artist that you don't really understand why you enjoy them and you're a fan, but you are? That's a tough one, and I'll tell you why. Um, because I'm an old man, and I'm stuck in the 90s, 2000s music. Huh. Okay, actually. Is there he's... an artist like nowadays, maybe your son listens to, and you, and if you listen to you're like, hey, I quite enjoy this. I, you know, I, and you just, it's, again, it's not something that, you know, out of your own choice, you would have gone out of your way to pick an experience, but now that you've heard it, it's something you thoroughly enjoy and you just can't explain it. You just like it. Yes, um, there is this artist named 21 Savage. The kids will know who he is. Um, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a pretty interesting rapper. My son introduced me to him as we're riding in the car. And the lyrics, to me, I, I don't understand them, but the beat is amazing. You know, um, and his flow is great. And I find myself YouTubing his music a lot. And, you know, I would never go to his concert. Um, I'll never, you know, buy his stuff. But just the music itself, I find myself downloading and listening to a lot. Hmm. I would think you would, if you want something that's lyrical, you should probably listen to Kendrick Lamar and give him a shot. I heard of him before. Um, I've heard some of his music. But unfortunately, I'm stubborn when it comes to music. I hate to even say it, but I'm more of a music snob. So I have to find something really, really good, really decent. And granted, I am open to, you know, to, to some new music here and there, but I haven't found something yet, um, other than other than Twenty One Savage so far. Hmm. Okay. Now, 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 actually, on that point, what would be your top three suggestions for me? For the songs to listen to by Kendrick? No, no, just artists. Oh. oh, Post Malone, but I don't think you you would vibe with him. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, a favorite band of mine is called Stained. Uh, I guess like I know Stained. Rock, they're a rock band. I, I guess I know Stained. I love Stained. And, hmm, who is somebody else? The Post Malone Stains. Um, give me your top three. <laughs> top three? Yep, give me your top well, three. Well, I just gave you two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me a third one. Well, I just wouldn't think you'd ever you'd ever do it, but it'd be like maybe Shine Down or Five Finger Death Punch. I love I love or I love listening to them. I love rocking out to them. But mm. I'm trying to think of my liked songs. Hmm. Because I again, I if I go through my Spotify playlist, just every I just have a mix of literally everything. I go between rock and different styles of rock, um, heavy metal, classic rock. Alternative. I'm not much into the screamo stuff. It's like maybe a few songs here and there, but I'm not really into the screaming type of rock. I can listen to rap. I can listen to pop, country, classical, acoustic. Uh, I, I mean, I listen to Arabic, Indian music. I I listen to so much. So it just it's really hard for me to to really narrow down into three. Plus, um, I'm just a huge fave. Stained is a big favorite of mine. Um, I'm just trying to think of someone else I'm a super, super huge fan of. Um, I would say Sam Smith. Mm -hmm. Sam Smith, they are, because, you know, they identify as a, they, as not a he or a she, it's a they. 
but they have such wonderful music. It's, I mean, I, I love their voice. It's, it's amazing. So I guess that would be a third person. They're not a top favorite of mine, but there's someone I would fully recommend that, you know, almost every song I listen to of theirs, I, I enjoy it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, well, no, we'll still keep saying it there, but there is a rapper named Russ, R-U-S-S. Okay. I thoroughly enjoy his music. All right. Now, see, those I, I, I've, all, I've written down already. So I will give you three of, three of mine. I listen mm-hmm. to everything from rap to folk to metal to death metal to industrial to everything in between. So my top three, I recommend Mazzy Star. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, I recommend Mazzy Star. She is, she's folk. She's a little bit of pop. Really, really relaxing, haunting voice, haunting lyrics. I recommend her. Um, I recommend Rasputina. Three young ladies that play cello, and and they sing music is really, really good. And I'm trying to think of a third one that you probably heard. Okay, do you like punk music? It depends, but yeah. I recommend NoFX, N-O-F-X. They're a punk band, been around since like the late 80s, and they're really, really good. Hmm. And okay. One, yeah, once you listen to all three of them, you're going to go, Adrian, really? And I will say absolutely. My, my, my music tastes are all across the board. So I think from your recommendations, you would enjoy this. I'm going to send it to you. It's called Florence and the Machines. Hmm, okay. Yeah, if you like the, like, you know, it's a female vocalist and it has kind of like a haunting music to them or to their voice, it's it's gonna be that one, Florence and the Machines. And I'll just simply bang out uh, like some of my top favorite songs from them for you to listen to. Um, I mean, they have such a great, I, yeah, I would strongly, I mean, out of all the other ones I, I recommended, I would think that for you, for the music case that you just recommended me, I would think this is the number one that you'd want to listen to. Okay, fair enough. And see, the good thing is, now the listeners, they hear this, and either they'll go, okay, I know who these people are, or they may not, and they'll give, you know, they will give the music a shot because we actually recommend them. So it's, it's, it's always a plus. Let's see. Because they have so many good songs. <laughs> of course, just in case we won't have dead air here. Of course, you can always uh-huh. listen. To, you, you always listen to us on the free apps, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, along with Pandora as well. Yes, those places. <laughs> you, you're going to want to listen to them on those places. What he said. <laughs> what so what else is new going on in Asia? I was like or is there anything off the top of your head that you want to talk about well I'm giving you a quick little list here absolutely now I was going to save this for my Friday show but this is an interesting one um, I live by I live my life by no regrets or that commercial mm-hmm. or that commercial no regrets and for whatever reason, these past couple of weeks, I've been sitting back reflecting on a lot of things like I always do when I have a little bit of free time on my hands. And I loathe, not loathe is a strong word, but I really dislike the term what if. 
Yeah. Because what if to me, you know, means you know, if you can change something, it, it already happened. There's really no sense of going back and alter it. Because if you change one thing, of course, just like the old movies and television show goes, if you step on a bug, when you go back in a time machine, you're going to change the whole course of the future. Mm-hmm. And I sat back last week just thinking about the what if. You know, what if I said something different to this person? Or if I didn't take this job? Or if I didn't purchase this vehicle? Stuff of that nature. How would it affect me today? So what would be your top three what ifs? Hmm. Let's see, that's a toughie. So when I think of what ifs, it's not in terms of regret, because I I believe we talked about this already in the podcast before, I don't really have any regrets in my life or things I wish I could go back and change, Mm -hmm. because I thoroughly enjoy where I am in my life right now, and I feel like it's like kind of like the butterfly effect, if I were to go back in time and change even just the slightest thing, um... Like, maybe I'd be someplace completely different, and I would be with somebody else, and I wouldn't be with my husband. And the thought of that is just, I don't like that. I like who I'm with. I thoroughly enjoy it, and I feel like I'm with the love of my life. Um, three, what is? Uh, is, of course, number one, if I start caring about my weight and my size as a teenager, and, you know, not be up and down on my weight throughout most of my young life, there's that. Um, What if I was part of a loving, happy family? And, uh, hmm, let's see. And what if, knowing what I know now, if I would have continued with school and gotten a degree in what, you know, basically archaeology, things like that, uh, Egyptology. And so I guess those would be my big three what ifs. And see, I really have to amend that statement. I don't want to say it as a regret, so I definitely have to amend that. Um, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily regrets. It just what if you made that particular decision spur of the moment, or you just rethought, you know, you know, you know, taking that one vacation or moving something, you know, something like that. Um, so my thought, my, my top three is, uh, I moved to New York um, a couple of years ago, and. I asked myself, what if I never moved back to Florida? You know, how would my life have, how my life would have changed? Um, I wouldn't have been the father I would have been to this day. Or my current job, I wouldn't have my current job. I would have been working somewhere else in a factory (laughs) for years, making a decent amount of money, but not with the special amenities that I have now. Or, you know, if I decided to go with something else um, as far as, you know, my personal, my personal life and how that would have changed, you know, a roommate and stuff, stuff like that versus living on my own. You know, I I mean, I really thought about that and I look back and I'm like, I'm really glad that I made the choices that I made currently because I love where I'm at. I love what I do, you know, and I love the people that I allowed in my little inner circle. So, but it's, you know, it, it, it is kind of fun here and there to kind of have that little fantasy booking about your life to where you're like, okay, if I would have did this differently, you know, maybe I wouldn't have met this person or maybe I wouldn't have, you know, got this job, promotion, vehicle, just silliness like that. And I kind of played that game with myself a couple of days ago and, 
And I realized that, you know, I made a lot of good choices, thank heavens, versus other people that I know have made not so good decisions. Oof. So, I don't know. I don't, so, like, because I know what you said, where it's a fix, but I don't like to sit back and think, what if this, what if that? I'm one of those people who's, you know, hey, it happens, it is what it is. I guess if I go back, I think I could think of a lot of what if situations regarding my dad uh, for obvious reasons. But uh, besides that, I just, I can't, I don't, I, it's just not something I sit back and think about is what if my life, because I don't like it because I like, despite a lot of the bad things that have happened to me throughout my life, it just, but where I am now in my life, I'm very happy. Uh, the only thing I'm really unhappy about is like, you know, my own health, which I, I'm, I'm up and down with all the time, but besides that, I love where I'm at. Um, I, I'm at a pretty good job. It has its ups and downs like all jobs do, but you know, I'm with someone I love and I want to be with the rest of my life. So it's, it's hard for me to think back to what if, when I thoroughly enjoy where I'm at now, because why, I, I, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. No, I understand where you're coming from. And this is this is why I said I look back at it now after playing that little game. I realize that now more than ever, my life has taken a tremendous turn over the year. And where I was a year plus ago versus where I am now has been a total 180. And I'm extremely happy. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I look back and once again, I'm like, what if I just made that particular decision? And where where that would have taken me? Um, I probably wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have had the podcast forums. I probably wouldn't have had the clothing line. I probably wouldn't have a lot of things, and I would have probably been a miserable person with a whole different mindset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true because it's all pieces of little small things, and they can completely change who you are today. Uh, who you surround yourself with. Um, just. It, it, just a lot of different factors can change and that's where it's like hmm, I don't like thinking about these things because I have anxiety I deal with this stuff enough as it is <laughs> and so I've, I've, you know, I've always wondered why I never let things bother me or why I never stress you know or why I just kept a very sunny disposition in the face of you know just woe and dread and sometimes I think you know, I'm not really normal. I'm not really meant to be part of this particular generation. Have you ever had that thought about yourself? You know, judging by the way you think about way you see things. That I'm not part of this generation? Or you feel that you're not quote unquote normal because your thought process is different, you know, you know, about how you handle certain things. Oh, I've always been like that. I mean, I grew up not having many friends between moving a lot to uh, like being, I was the kid through most of my middle school to high school years before I dropped out. I was the kid that didn't have friends, maybe one or two people, kids that would talk to me, but wouldn't really want to hang out with me. And so I was just always different. And it's not like, I mean, it's not like I was a weird kid. I was just there. I existed, but just no one was ever friends with me because, you know, there's those kids that are like, oh, they're weird because they do this and that. I just, I just existed. That was it. Um, but yeah, I would think my train of thought is I'm very, I, I'm very ev everywhere. I can be chaotic, uh, moody, I can be sympathetic when I need to be, I can be thoughtful. I mean, there's all these different things about me. 
So I do feel like I'm very different because I try to see the outlook on things. But I can also be, you know, obnoxious and there's a lot of negative things to me. But I've never really felt part of anything between friend groups to the social cliques in high school to I don't really belong. I don't feel like I belong in what little bit of family I have. I don't feel like I fit in there. I don't feel like I fit in to the life that my husband has for us or it's more like he's getting more and more successful and you've seen my house it's a very nice house and I just don't feel like I fit in here I don't really I haven't really found a place where I feel like hey you know what I fit in here just I I don't I have not I have yet to find um, a puzzle piece that I can fit with it's just I just feel like I exist I feel like I'm a side character in a video game or a movie where I'm just kind of standing off in the crowd and no one notices or pays attention. I'm just there. I exist. I'll be dead. And people will forget about me in so many years. It's just that's, that's just the deal for me. See, knowing you and for the listeners who have just heard you on the podcast, their views about you, and of course my view about you is different, not to turn this into you know, singling you out. Uh, it's just that I've always seen you in a different light, especially knowing that uh, you, you, you've always been very, you've always been very uh, out there. You've always been very personable. Uh, you know, your sarcasm, life of the party, stuff like that. And so when you say that, you know, you were like, you seemed invisible, I seem, I seem invisible because Obviously, by my vernacular, I wasn't your typical quote-unquote black kid. You know, with my afro and my glasses and the way I viewed life, I was always the outsider because I could not fit in with my quote-unquote culture. I couldn't really make friends very easily. And having girlfriends, that was, yeah, that was non-existent <laughs> um, up until the age of 21, seemingly. But, um, yeah, I you know, always felt that I wasn't right for this world because of the way I thought and because of the way I saw things and because of how, and because of how I carried myself. So I just thought I was the only one. So for me, it's, I, I can, I can understand. I'm funny. I have a personality that some people either like to avoid or some people just fluctuate to. And because I just, with a lot of my life experiences between being very lonely growing up, to different types of abuse, to a lot of these different experiences, both positive and negative, eventually led to me to where I am now, where basically I just don't give a fuck. I really just like to live by my own standards. I do what I want. I, I can be nice and I can do good things for people, but if it doesn't benefit me and if it's something that's going to affect me negatively, I, I'm not going to do it. It's I've accepted that I could be a good person that can do good things. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a good person. I'm a person that does good things. And again, it's just, I'm very realistic. And again, some people enjoy being around me, being my friend because of that. And it doesn't, I mean, I'm a dick in a funny, friend way, but I'm not a horrible human being towards other people because unless there's really a reason for it. But if there's, I mean, it's the motto, don't be a dick. So I just kind of live my life. I worry about myself. I worry about my husband. I'll be there for friends. But other than that, I mean, I just really do my own thing. And if I don't like to put excess energy towards something that doesn't benefit me, and 
again, like people, if they ask you for favors or for help, and I'm thinking, no. I mean, again, are you paying me? No, you're not. Is it something related to my job where if I say no, I can get in trouble? Duh. Um, do I have something else I have to do? And if I have to stop and do this, it's going to intrude on the rest of my day? Yeah, I'm not going to do it then. It's my ass. That's it. <laughs> and after being around someone significant in my life for multiple decades and now being on my own in my own personal space, I think I enjoy that more than being around people, you know, more than having a roommate, more than having, you know, and you know, intimacy living with me. It's, that's just my opinion. And, you know, having that independence, knowing my personality now, knowing that I share the I don't give a fuck just like you, I just love being by myself more because once again, not to get too deeply into it, it's just now that I know who I am now, you know, um, I know that instead of being a side character in, in a movie or video game, I'm the main character. And I like that. It took me a couple of decades to realize that, you know, so now I can come and go as I please. Not like I'm a teenager or anything, but I just enjoy the freedom of just being me again. And it's, it's a very liberating feeling. So when you say, you know, you can be a dick, you know, or you can be a decent person, <clears throat> I still consider myself a pretty decent person. It's just with a very low tolerance of just being around a lot of people. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can understand that a little bit. I know I kind of talked in circles a little bit about that, but it took me a very long time to kind of piece that together. See, I still go back to, I enjoy being, I don't mind being the side character at this point. I don't want to be the main character in my own life and story because I like being left the fuck alone. Just that, that's it. Don't bother me. I don't, I, it's the whole memes that you see everywhere is don't involve me in drama, but yet I'll be the first person looking at my, you know, blinds at my window. I mean, yeah, that's me. I don't want to be involved in your drama. I don't want to be a source of conflict because I don't want to deal with it. I don't, I hate the text messages where you're back and forth, you're sending paragraphs, sending in your defense or what he said, she said things. It's, it's just all very exhausting and time consuming. And I just like, as I said, I like being left the fuck alone. And I want to do things at my own speed, at my own time. And that's it. And I don't like people, I hate it when someone tries to make me feel bad for it. I, I just give me my space. I have a social battery. I only have this life. I'm going to enjoy it how I want to. Well, I miss opportunities, I'm sure. Um, you know, where people are like, oh, live life like it's your last day every day. No, that's, I be, I would be exhausted. I don't want to be exhausted every single fucking day of my life. That's torture. That's hell. What kind of <laughs> life are you talking about here? So, like for when my mom comes to visit me, she's the type that likes to talk and have conversations and ask a hundred questions in 20 minutes. And I'm not that person. I don't. It's, it's difficult for me, especially when I've had a long day at work where I'm talking to people and I can't throat punch them for being an idiot because that's frowned upon by company policy. And I have to come home and, and listen to a million things. It's like, I need my spares. Give me one hour, give me two hours, give me like five days to a week. So people, I have like a grandmother and my mom that get upset when I don't call them. I'm like, listen. I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna become a serial killer. You're not helping me here. Give me a break. 
Yeah, like I said, it, it it took me a very long time, you know, to realize how much I enjoy my own space, and the less people I'm around, the more happy I am. And I don't know if that's healthy in a grand scheme of things, but so far, it's worked <laughs> for a year plus now. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely enjoying it more. And I guess it I guess it comes with age. I, I definitely I definitely guess it comes with age. Um, I see, and I and I hate that because I'll be 29 later this year, and I'm already sick of people, I'm sick of things, I'm, th- I'm sick of humans, and the world's slowly going to shit. And I'm thinking, man, if it could only go just a little bit faster. I mean, if a good meteor just struck us, I'm, I'm, I don't want to die a slow, painful death where I have to work for my survival. That's very exhausting. And but if it's like something quick, like you know, we go to war, there's a nuclear bomb that's getting dropped in Disney World. Fudge yeah, I got like five minutes and I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> oh, I think I think the world is fine. I think the people are messed up, but I think the world is fine. It survived worse than us. I think we're you know a little. I mean, I think we're a little microcosm in in the grand scheme of things. You know, we're stupid people that do stupid things ever since the beginning of time. And the stupidity is going to continue just on a just on a little bigger scale, not necessarily a grander scale. And I think more and more people are clinging more to themselves than other people now because of, you know, the, the inventions of the internet and social media. We're not going to get too deeply into that because that's a whole other ball of wax. Um, but just I think we're slowly starting to enjoy more of our own company instead of going out into the real world. And I think it's a good thing, but yet a little bit of a hindrance because we don't really communicate with people like we used to. We can just pick up a phone now or go on Discord and have conversations like this versus being face-to-face. I'm trying to find something interesting because it's always when I'm on TikTok or I'm scrolling through other social media that I find these things very interesting. And I just kind of want to talk about, oh, interesting discoveries in science this year. And a lot of it, I mean, some of it is interesting, don't get me wrong, but it's nothing too interesting that I want to talk about. Uh, I mean, the one thing I want to talk about, oh, I don't want to talk about, it's, you know, this happened in May. Egypt unearthed trove of artifacts, 250 mummies, and ancient necropolis. And all I can think is, as I'm looking at this, I just wish I could be there. That's actually a big, huge life thing of a what if. I wish I would have just not dropped out of school and... Um, become an Egyptologist, archaeologist, whichever one gets me to, to study the pyramids and um, all the ancient places and burial grounds. I mean, that that's the dream. It's be out in the hot sun all day, but that's what I would love to do. Oh, which, by the way, so if you had to choose where you would never go hungry, no, basically you would not need the basic human needs. You, just for however long you wish to do until you are tired and bored and want to just sleep forever, which would be death. If you had a choice to be able to explore our oceans and find out what all is hidden that has yet to be discovered to space or within the ground, like the sand and the jungles of the planet, which would you prefer to do? I would definitely do the ocean, and I'll tell you why. Because the ocean is vast, and of course it covers more than, of course, you know, the continents itself. So if I can find a way to make a life in the ocean, exploring, finding new things, 
I think my survival rate, I think my longevity will just be exponentially longer because I can survive in the ocean. There's so much more of it. And of course, that's kind of a vague answer. But yeah, I, you know, I would definitely stay underwater, stay in the ocean to find out what new things there are. Hopefully nothing I will unearth and kill us all. Well, think of it this way. You're just in your own bubble. Other things can't see you, and so you couldn't be harmed or anything like that. You're just basically, like, think of it as that you're just a ghost exploring. Oh, then I would stay underwater. Absolutely, I would explore the ocean. Because there's... For me, it's, it, it's between the two things. Is I want to know what's in our deserts and in our jungles, especially the deserts, obvious reason, Egypt, but um, other deserts across the world and the snow like Antarctica. So that's where I'm like, I want to discover what's on our planet still that's buried between thousands and thousands of years of ice, snow, sand, and in growth of these jungles. I mean, you know, think of like China, uh, like so all these different places, but primarily my first spot would be the sand because time has covered up so much stuff and just think over the last few hundred years what's been discovered in Egypt alone. And there's still artifacts from ancient cities being discovered every decade. There's still, there's just every year, there's always some kind of new discovery. And part of me, it's, I hate that, that I will not get to live long enough in my lifetime to know what all is buried there in the desert as to how far back exactly does our human history go? Can it go back further? Do we have more civilized civilizations then it, that's on record that have been destroyed or not and then my second thing is space and all i can think about with space is sure aliens other planets and things like that that's awesome but most it's mostly it's just the quietness just thinking how i'll just be able to float throughout space and time and get to see all the beautiful colors and galaxies and star clusters as I just simply just float through time and space, um, go through however it works, but, and I will be able to, to see new colors that our minds can't comprehend because we haven't seen them yet and stuff like that can, it can exist out there. And then I would be, and then third would be the ocean simply because I want, like I hate it when scientists like, oh, there's no way the Megalodon would exist. No, fuck you. I believe that the Megalodon still exists. I want to see that big ass fucking shark. Preferably <laughs> not when I'm in the water at the same time, but I still want to see it. Well, see, if that's the case, while you're in space, I'm underwater, I will gladly FaceTime you because I'm curious to see what's out there. And I'm gladly share with you what I found in the ocean. Oh, oh, there's actually, oh, I haven't found the article, but there was an article I read that scientists discover in space. There's basically this giant ass space cloud in a way, but it's not space cloud, but it's just a giant thing of water floating throughout space. It's just water. It's it's huge. I guess it could spin out to the size of a state or a country. I forgot what it said, but just basically this huge thing of water just doing its own thing floating in space. And all I can think was space dolphins. <laughs> or Sharknado. Absolutely. Shark. Space NATO. Or, yeah, dolphins too. Or maybe, maybe, maybe otters. Space otters. They'll be cute but deadly. You fall in love with them and then they eat your face off. Simple things like that keeps me up at night. I'm not meant for this planet, I swear. Wait, 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 wait. Space otter sea. Oh, that's, oh, now see, you could have saved that for the end of the show. 
No, it's in my mind right now. And, oh, crap, I have to think of a dad joke for the end of the show. Shit. Totally blew, really your, totally, totally blew your wand on that one. And this, yeah. is, this, is a straight, this is a total dichotomy from what we talked about last week. We were serious, looking at things, and now we're talking about space otters. And yeah, okay. Oh, wait, I found the thing. So, two extinct teams of astronomers have discovered... This is back in 2011. But um, two teams of astronomers have discovered the largest and farthest reservoir of water ever detected in the universe. Um, the water equivalent to 140 trillion times all the water in the world's oceans surrounds a huge feeding black hole called a quasar and this is more than 12 billion light years away so yeah it's a really huge ass fucking mass of water so it's just space dolphins um space otters and sharks and other things and i just and i love it i would like to travel through space and do that Ooh, ooh, hold on you're discovering the oceans here you finally discover the oceans here because it's limited and you can only go so far with this earth you get bored you come hang out with me in space i'm exploring space you're exploring the space ocean that'll be awesome but then cool. you, but then you might get bored with me because we have to interact with each other here and there and you enjoy no, and you well, enjoy no, your privacy elon musk you know he'd be out there somewhere <laughs> but you enjoy your privacy i enjoy mine we enjoy each other's alone time so i mean i may have to facetime you once a week and depending upon if you want to answer your phone, it's a whole other story. But this is where, because how large that body of water is, you'll have your side of that huge ocean, I'll have my side. And we can, you know, we'll get bored and we can th do like a, like a ocean wars, you know? Like, I mean, that's a thing. Ocean wars, we can't die. We can pass on humanity to the ocean of space and create chaos. And we can be worshipped like gods. And then when we've destroyed it, we'll move on to the next thing in space. Can I keep this? Can I keep the space otters? Only if I get to keep one. That's part of the. That's part of the space treaty. I think we can iron something out. I mean, we have something yeah. in writing. That, that that'll work. That'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, um, it will be pre. It will be determined that what we use as our sources of light would be the neon-colored jellyfish. Like, those are going to be, like, our LED lights. That's fine. But I do have one question, though. I mean, not to, you know, not to turn it crass or anything, because we're not crass people. How would the uh, the bathroom situation work? Anything goes. It's water, buddy. <laughs> be respectful, though. Be like, hey, man, um, I'm going to go, you know, swim over there 15 feet away. It's going to be a little warm over there, so don't swim over there for, like, a good, you know, 10 minutes, and then we're good. And it's the ocean. All the animals are going to do it. How? Like, plumbing? Who's going to do that? Not me. I'm lazy and I'm not that smart. Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, you're in space, so how would you take care of that in space? I mean, if I come visit you and I see some stuff floating around, at least put it in a baggie or something. Where am I going to get a baggie in space? Yeah, good point. I mean, I can go on a crater. I mean, I can find an asteroid and go on a crater. Mm, that's true. What? Now, see, these things we've spent way too much time on thinking about, but it just might but work. These are, these are good things to think about, though. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, you might, have to think, you might have to think about food, but but I'll be underwater so I can catch food, so that's no problem. Space. Well, we already discussed that. We would we would need the basic human needs. We would just exist until we're tired of existing. That's it. Yeah, that's a good point too, because I mean, we wouldn't really think about food or water, so we're just there. Yeah, I mean, we could eat, but we wouldn't desire it. If we want to eat, sure. 
we will consume something, but other than that, no, we don't care. You know, I smell a movie. I truly smell a book or a movie coming out of this. Now, we're going to copyright all this, so you know, please, people who are listening, don't take this idea. This is ours yeah, and ours this, only. This idea is copyrighted, patent pending. <laughs> don't be a dick. Don't take our ideas. <clears throat> so anyhow, before we before we end the show, because we're gonna get lost, in, we're gonna get lost in this for a while. <laughs> we could, we could, yeah. Oh my god, we just need to come up with. Oh, that could be the next thing topic. So uh, we kind of already talked about it, so the listeners can already hear this. It's fine. We're gonna be doing a conspiracy theories part two, and we're gonna bring back Sarah for that because why? Why not? Because you know Sarah. And then I want to bring up another topic for another future episode. We could be with Sarah, Jeffrey, or two different episodes with guests starring them. But it's going to be creating, like, our ideal of a, a world that you want to live in. It could be sci-fi, fantasy. Just create, like, your own perfect idea of a world that you want to live in. And mine might be, you know, probably, you know, the same, you know, different side of the same coin that's hell. But, you know. That's my choice. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for listeners out there, next week on The Root of All Ashley, we're going to come up with our own little perfect utopia in space or underwater. And yeah, definitely this is going to be our little homework assignment we're going to work on. We're going to come back to you and let everybody know what our special utopia is going to be. Now, granted, you won't be invited to our utopia, but it's going to be our own little, our own little slice of heaven. If you're not invited, you can just hear about it. Oh, I'm going to create an outline of the basic things. What's going to be the name of Utopia? Where is it located? There's no boundaries. Like, I mean, do you want it in space? Do you want it here on Earth? Do you want it in the water? So it can be something like that. So what are you calling it? Where is it located? What do you name your civilizations? Um, come up with the like a disaster. Oh, man, I'm going to have so much fun with this. <laughs> so this is what we call in the business a cliffhanger, folks. You guys have a week to figure it out, a week to anticipate listening to our ideas because our ideas are going to be totally amazing and be jealous. So yes, <laughs> as we come to a close, what do you? What else do you have for us as a you know, you know as a nice simple uh, goodbye for the week? I'm curious. Well, of course, you know um, I'm doing the typical plug. Whereas you know, follow me on Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady. And do you want to do any more plugs or am I going to just end this as, you know, as one normally does? Yes, actually, I do have a plug. Um, the, the Henry the Fox has his own Facebook page. So the Facebook page is free and open for everybody to come join. All it is is Henry the Fox along with his wacky cast of characters doing little animations here and there. It's under Henry A. Fox. You're going to see a little cartoon fox. That's how you know to uh, where, where to find me. Just invite yourselves. I'll let you in. Come hang out. It's for everybody. Adults, children, teens, everything in between. If you have a request, Henry the Fox will send you a personal greeting, personal message, all the characters in between. So hop on in there. There will be a link in the description below also. Nice, nice, nice. And no. Go ahead. I'm are sorry. Let me interrupt you. Oh, no, no. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Let me hunker down and get ready. All right. I'm ready. Okay. What do you call a man who fixes potholes for a living? A pothead? No. 
What? I'm calling Phil. <sighs> Good night, everybody.